Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. But since if God be for you, who can be against you? You see, it's not how good you look, it's who you are that gets you out. I hope this don't sound bad. I'd rather look really bad and win with God than I would look good, look good and lose. I don't, want to, I don't care about my reputation enough to lose and look good. That doesn't satisfy my insides. My insides has to relentlessly keep making mistakes until I figure out what the right thing to do is. And I'm willing to make those mistakes. I hope you understand my heart. I'm willing to make mistakes and look bad while I'm trying to figure out. And I actually think God gives you space to do that. It's kind of like America right now. I realize we have, we have done a, uh, we, we've created some things. I'm going to read you a little bit of what it wrote. Uh, but you see, I think God will let the game last long enough if we're sincere till, till we can turn it, even if he does allow some judgments. I still think he can alter them. Uh, if, you can't, if you can't tell people natural things, how are you going to tell them spiritual things? Right? And then what he told Nicodemus? You know. And I think that... Uh, you have to have a consistent, steady life to win influence. I'm not going to go to the nation yet. Just give me a few minutes. I want to stay in my notes. I got ahead of myself. When, when you have influence in somebody's life, they have to trust you, right? Okay. So the devil goes after the trust. Did God say not to eat of every tree? The, the first one, the devil sowed seeds of doubt, because if he could disconnect them from the listening, then he could devour them. The disconnect caused devouring. So he creates doubt so people don't believe you, okay? That means that if they don't believe you, they have to trust you. Isn't it amazing? You have to trust the God in somebody to get what they have. You, you, you know that you have to trust that God is operating in them. If you're looking at the skin, you're not going to win. <laughs> I mean, you have, I have received from people... I've said this to you many times. I have learned so much from people that didn't know Jesus because I was looking for God in that relationship. And you think, how can you look for God in a relationship? The Bible is full of people who receive things from people who weren't God's people. Nehemiah, Nehemiah's king, Atraxes, didn't care about Nehemiah's God any more than the man on the moon. But he cared about Nehemiah. So God used him to help him do the will of God. I just think that's amazing. See, if you get all religious stuff, you just you don't think God can work through anybody else. What you have to do to do what I'm talking about, though, is you have to have a relationship with God so you know who is who. Because if you don't know who's who, you'll get in the wrong relationship. So you've got to be able to hear. Your ability to hear. They that know God will be strong. It didn't say those that think well. It didn't say those that were intelligent. And then say those that were smart, 
It didn't say those that were gifted. It says those that know God will be strong and do exploits. It's in your knower. I, if, I, if I didn't tell you anything, and we just left here in the next five minutes, if I helped you get to know God for yourself, it would be the best thing I could ever do for you is for you to be able to know the voice of God on your own. And see, that takes time because you're so strong in your person, you have to wait till you die. And the more you die, the better you hear. So while it's going on, you need somebody in your life to help the checks and balance because you're not all the way dead yet. And none of us will be till we see him, we'll be like him. Then we do die, the flesh is dead and it's over. But in the interim, you gotta be able to subject yourself to somebody because while you're dying, you're not hearing all the way clear because you're just not all the way dead. Now you realize this, it, the, the perilousness in not being all the way dead and it being half you and half God. You have to, that's why you need somebody else in your life because left to your own devices, you'll think you know, you'll make decisions and call it God. But you don't know how dead you are yet. Is it... Did, this makes sense to you. I've been there, so I'm allowed to talk about this. <laughs> you know, when you did those mistakes, you're allowed to talk about it. And it takes a while for you to die. The disciples, remember, they said, we can do what you can do, Jesus. And he said, you need, you will. You, you will just go through what I go through. And they all did. They didn't know what they signed on for when they said that. But the time came that they figured it out. Anyway, so if you want to win people, which we're going to talk about church influence, you have, to, you have to live a life that's credible enough for them to want to follow you and keep your word and do what you were said to do. And that takes time. Most Christians don't want to invest the time of what it takes to actually win a soul to Jesus. We think we should be able to go in, just talk, 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 and they should get saved. And we don't. We go, them people's hard-hearted. With no investment. No investment. You have to be willing to plow. You have to be willing to water. You have to be willing to sow. You, and then you have to be willing to harvest. It's work to do that stuff. Now, in the 80s, I say the 80s because that's when I paid attention to God. I'm sure it's been around a long time before the 80s. But there, what, we developed what I call the cruisomatic. I call them cruisomatics because they would move from church to church but never become anyone's disciple. They thought if they went enough places, they could get enough anointings and enough information that they could do what God wanted them to do, but they never had a leader. And the Bible doesn't have that anywhere in it. There is no, you just can't go from meeting to meeting and person to person and fulfill your calling because you have to become somebody's disciple to do it. And see, that infiltrated the church, yet the book is a book of discipleship. You know, everybody who led had disciples. And the thing is, every leader don't have all the gifts, so you, you, know, you just got to be okay with where God puts you if that's where he puts you because they have what you need in particular for you to make it. It doesn't mean they have everything. They don't have everything. I don't know anybody who can preach, quote, the full gospel. They call it that, but man, there's so much. You notice I never touch Revelation much? Why would I unless I had something real to tell you? I have a few things that I know, but why would I act like I'm some kind of teacher on end time events? The end time people on the end time events keep moving. You're never sure about what they believe, let alone me act like I know. So there's areas you just don't go in because why would you go where you're not supposed to be? 
So you don't, that's why you know other, other teachers, you know, you, you gals and guys watch Joyce Myers. I've learned a lot from Joyce. I've learned a lot from lots of teachers. But you still got to be connected to be in covenant because in the covenant is where your safety is and your protection. I hope I'm articulating this. I asked the Lord to help me to, to do this. Uh, so they went from camp to camp thinking they would be able to have enough the problem with that is when you go from camp to camp, you don't ever have to change, and your blind spots are never revealed, ever. Because nobody gets close enough to cause friction and conflict to where what is in you comes out and sticks out in front of your eyes. Remember Rick Joyner, he said, pride is like a big red button in the middle of your back. Everybody knows you got it, but you. That was the best way I ever heard that, put big red, you don't see your back, you know. When somebody says they got your back, you ought to ask them what they see. <laughs> That's a really good idea. So anyway, you don't have any relationships that bring out all your issues. And so you want to leave because you want to leave because you don't want to face the issues and you, and you think it's them. But you don't realize God allowed that conflict and that tension because that's really the only way to get it out. And nobody, I know that's hard to swallow, but it's in there. We were just listening to a guy yesterday. He said, as my wife never told me that she was unhappy with me. She just came and said she wanted a divorce. And I'm thinking, I've heard that a million times, buddy. Because there was no conflict. There was nothing brought up to the surface. I think conflicts are okay. They, they sound really bad sometimes, you know. But I think a life without conflict creates a secret mission that all of a sudden somebody evaporates out of your life because there was no, no expression of truth. And having been married 40-some years now, ha-ha, long time. Huh, honey? <laughs> anyway, anyway, that stuff kind of, if you don't deal with it, it won't show up for like 12 years. And all of a sudden, nobody wants to be there no more. And you ain't, it's because nobody ever dealt with what was started a long time ago. And since they didn't communicate that long, they think it ain't worth the bother. This ain't never going to work. There you go, buddy. Right down the road where nothing matters, you might as well quit. And it's all because the stuff wasn't brought up because the, the conflict. I wish I could tell you life didn't have conflict in it, but boy, it does. Life has so much conflict in it. You're looking at a, a light and darkness conflict in the world right now that's off the chain. It's happening in front of our eyes. So... Uh, I'll touch this just a little bit more. When you're not committed, you can move around from speaker to speaker and preacher to preacher. But when you become a disciple, you become committed to a particular person or a vision or whatever, however God connects you. Because I, I believe some people are connected to the person. Some people are connected to the ministry. And they're somewhat connected. I think you have various things. Not because anybody's bad. You have various stages in life. When our kids were little, we couldn't get as connected as we could when they grew up. And, and I'll be honest with you, I thank God we were talking about the other day. I'm really thankful that my kids was in their teens before God put us in the ministry because they really need you. Like all you people that are called, don't worry about it. Just stay in step with God. He might have you raise your kids, get them connected, make sure they're grounded so you don't lose them when you become a preacher from the conflict. I think God's smart. And if you think you want to be in ministry too fast, you mess up your life. I don't know about y'all, y'all. I like the gradual 
following God and becoming instead of trying to become myself or attain. I like his program a lot because you survive and you win. I'm not ashamed to tell you that. But if you get in a hurry, it can get really jacked up. Bad. And he gives the devil avenues to beat your brains out. And, and if you don't, if you have the blind spot, but you don't have to be connected, you feel lonely and you're going, I'm doing everything. The devil just beat them bad. I took my kid. Beat your brains out. Because you're, you've got to be covered. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.